This is Pray Tell, Dr. Hash, and I'm Dr. Martin D. Hash Esquire, wisest man in the world, because the competition just ain't that tough. And these are things I wish someone had told me. Today's topic, gold standard. Because money is imaginary, it can be exploited by people who understand how it operates. To prevent the connected, the privileged, and the unscrupulous from debasing the concept of money, conscientious people try to institute stopping measures, of which the gold standard is the most famous. Theoretically, there can be an unlimited supply of money as long as productivity exceeds consumption, but in practice, the creators of the imaginary money, governments, use it to reward insiders rather than to build an economy. In response, to limit the supply of money, it was tied to how much gold there was in the world. This was almost a random selection, and it worked psychologically and practically for a while back in the day. But make no mistake, there is no connection between real gold and imaginary money. And in fact, in an imaginary digital world, gold is no longer practical nor psychologically important. So any discussion of using it as a standard is buggy whip territory. The gold standard was Stone Age economics, but a lot of quacks still talk about it as if it worked. There is an extended last-ditch effort by monetarists to hang on to such antiquated and misleading ideas because they provide cover for anti-taxers. Talk of the gold standard is a distraction offered to cure unbalanced federal budgets, but underneath it, it's simply a smokescreen used by politics for the wealthy. Low taxation is what causes unbalanced federal budgets, not spending. Spending is what creates robust economies, especially economies that everyone can participate in. High taxes are a luxury that people who have lots of imaginary money can afford. For more, see my website at martinhash.com.